Guess who's back? Tell a friend. Baba's back. <laughs> I don't know actually what, what comes off that. It goes get it goes, guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Shady's back. <laughs> Baby Baba's oh, back, wouldn't it? Isn't it tell a friend? No way. There is that stop. bit. There is that bit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well so, we're still there. How do you think that went? Fantastic. Pretty good. They always are. I don't think we need to record that. No, it's no. It's lightning in a bottle, isn't it? Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, cool. yeah. Bob Fett's back, <laughs> is what uh, I was trying to say. Uh, uh, he is back, and with a fucking vengeance, isn't he? <laughs> oh my God. Mr. Rodriguez, thank you very much thank <laughs> for you. this bountiful episode. <laughs> um, this is the Full Fat Podcast, where we'll be going through The Mandalorian every week, as well as whatever old shit we just want to talk about, including films and TV shows, and maybe even video games and music, anything mm. we've seen, really. Yeah. Um, but I think we might as well start The Mandalorian, hot yeah. off the heels of last week. Mm. What did you think, Charlie? Uh, I really liked it. We was a little bit concerned when I see the time of, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then um, it got going straight away, and immediately... We sat there and watched it together, didn't we? And, mm. we? and we were saying immediately, like, well, the stakes already feel higher than what mm. we had last week. Mm. We're having Baby Yoda trapped in that sort of false... What would you say? Field? Field? A force field? A force field? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the force works. Yeah, you know, like a force field type thing. And yeah. obviously... Then it, and then it had that great moment where your Baby... Or Grogu, sorry. Yeah. Uh, falls asleep, don't you? And do you want me to get like an electric buzzer or something so that every time we say Baby Yoda instead yeah, of Grogu? Just, yeah, we're just like, that's a good idea actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Disney Overlords, it was a Grogu, it won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Must make sure your marketing is spot on. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, in a way, it kind of answered, well, not answered all the questions, sorry, it, it, it gave us all the things that we weren't getting in the previous episode that we were complaining about yes. on the podcast. Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, and we were also kind of saying how this felt like it should have been the fourth episode. It kind of felt like, I don't know where it's going from now, but it, it kind of felt like the tragedy. It felt like the midpoint. Yes. Um, with, ba- with Baby had been taken away. With the, I, I did like now that we said that the Razor Crest has now been destroyed. Destroyed, absolutely totaled. Because I like that they kind of gave us a few, you know, like, oh, they fixed the ship and then he's got it. Back again, and they fixed it, and I liked it. It was just like, nope, boom, see you yeah. later. All of it's gone. And because the whole season has been the ship getting a bit rusty yeah. and him repairing things in kind of a humorous way, I don't necessarily necessarily think you were expecting it to blow exactly, up. Exactly. Yeah. Or at least I didn't. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, yeah, I thought it was really solid. Um, he lost things. He fucked up. He fucked up. There was tension. Been happening all season. The action was shot great. <laughs> I, I think um, it might be better than last week. And last week had a Jedi... Yes. This week it was just like, you know... I agree. I think... Old dudes in, in helmets. I think this is the second best shot action since the first episode. Uh, of this season? Of this season, yeah. Yes, I would agree with of that, definitely. Um, definitely. The hand-to-hand had such an oomph to it, didn't it? Everything. And like, Tamir Morrison, he's not... He's not like a a martial artist, is he? He's not, he's not like an expert. He's not like a, a David Lech or, mm. you know, a whooping or whatever. He's not, he's not someone that can do all the stuff on screen, is he? I'm not. I'm not 100 sure in terms of his background and that, but I don't think but, he's, but, you know, that he's, tier. he's not oh, that tier. Oh, don't get no, me wrong. Of not, I'm sure yeah. he could. I'm sure he could wreck shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, but not necess- he's not necessarily like a, a stunt guy. A ma- yeah, a stunt, yeah, a stunt yeah. guy, martial arts master. Yes, he's yeah. an actor, isn't he? Yeah. And I thought it was very smart of them to give him that that stick mm-hmm. so that it 
mm. all, all the kind of the, phys- the physical stuff. Because he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? He's, mm. he's not as spry as he was during Attack of the Clones. It was, it was what, what, 18 years ago. Mm. I thought it was very clever to give him that pointy stick because he was just essentially just swinging it left, right and centre, wasn't he? There yeah. was no sort of like complex choreography. Yeah. And it felt so satisfying yeah, every single did, time he did. dunked on one of those stormtroopers. Just see it, like him smash the, the skulls of stormtroopers mm. and having them they're, mm. like, they're dishevelled on the ground. It was, it was uh, awesome. And, and, and seeing the kind of the pieces of the helmet yeah. shatter. I felt... Maybe a good example would have been Donnie Yen when I, to what I said a moment mm. ago because I actually think this moment in this sequence where he's smashing up the stormtroopers was like a better version of uh, the scene in Rogue One with yeah. Donnie Yen. And also, Donnie Yen can really do those things. Mm. So it just shows what a good director can do, isn't it? Definitely. Because um, Rodriguez, I think, made Tamir Morrison look like an absolute badass. Yes, <laughs> Unstoppable for the entire episode. It was cool because it kind of like, for me, watching it, it was cool because it was like, I never thought they would take Bobba in that direction of like him being like this brute. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like he, they kind of merged what I've seen from Tamir Morrison in like Once Were Warriors, where he's this kind of bulking mm. animal of a man who yeah. kind of just like ferocious sort of twitch muscle fibers. Do you know what I mean? Like just, <laughs> uh, just fast but strong. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, and I wasn't expecting that at all from an older Tamir Morrison. Yeah, to see him like launching. Stormtroopers and make them flip across the air. Like, do, do, do you think Tamir? He, he's listening to the podcast right now, and he, he got he got right annoyed earlier when I said, "Look, he, he might not be able to necessarily do all these things." He's thinking, "Wrong." We have this little British little white boy saying, "What for?" Right? He's getting his coat on, and then he hears you go, "Yeah, I saw one through Warriors," and he's an absolute animal in it. All right, then you know, I let him off. Yeah, I sit back down. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're fine. They're fine with me. Although Tamir Morrison, if you want to kick my ass, it would be an absolute honour. I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> Killed by Django Fair. Fantastic. 100%. All <laughs> way to go. Yeah. And, and now Bobber, of course. I mean, he was kind of officially Boba Fett since those 2004 special editions, wasn't he? Yes. They replaced the voice. But I think yeah. this is the first time that actor, I think, truly feels like the Boba Fett that people know. Yeah. It's kind of very satisfying to see it merge together. Yeah. I think, I mean, you, you, you know this, I don't know if the listeners know this, but I always think Django's better than Bobber. Yeah, you've He does this. way more. Mm. He's got way more to do. He might be in an inferior movie, mm. but I think if you just take those characters... He's you know, good at it. Yeah, I mean, he fights Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu. He's the clone template. Mm. What does Bobby do? Mm. He captures mm. Han Solo. And he rubs a girl's chin. He rubs a girl's chin. <laughs> and then he uh, he gets killed by blind Han Solo, doesn't yeah. he? He fights Luke Skywalker for a bit. He does. That is true. <laughs> which, which does segue actually nicely into what I think that I'm hoping they do with Boba mm. is... I'm hoping that, you know, he's now become a, a humble man. Do you know what I mean? He, I mean you were saying this, weren't you? And I, re- I really like this idea did. that you said, yeah. Yeah, because I think... Because obviously he can fight the way he does. It's like, there's there's no... There's no real reason why a blind man with a stick should be knocking him his rocket flying up in the air. Like, it's a clearly, obviously, an, a mistake. Well, well, this this episode kind of anyway. refocuses what we think of as Boba Fett on live action, doesn't it? Because yes. he's kind of a bit of a joke in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But now that you know he could do all this stuff, it's like, yeah. well, Luke Skywalker and Han and the gang, they got kind of lucky, really, because yeah. he could have fucked them up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, maybe not Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. But, but blind Han Solo, Han Solo, I think he's yeah, in trouble. He's in trouble, mate. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I like the idea, and I hope they go with this, of like, you know, that whole scenario and going through the, the Sarlacc pit and mm. everything has kind of humbled him in a weird way and kind of, taught him a new way of life that I feel like he's on now, like a new path that he's on. Yeah. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, mean, I think it would be awesome if we just got like a bottle episode. I think it was just, like, yeah, yeah, it was like, it starts escaping. where he falls in. Yeah. And the whole thing is just how he got out. 100%. Make it like The Revenant. Make it like the worst night you've ever seen on Tatooine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I, I would not have to be digested over like, what, a thousand years, I think it is? No, no, yeah. No, thank you. That sounds um, painful. <laughs> and I feel like it's been set up as well that somehow he's been saved by the crate dragon that they kill in the first episode. Yeah, because they, they said, say something about it, like eating the Sarlaccs. Eating Sarlaccs, yeah. yeah. Um, so I wonder if there's going to be a... Because that would be nice to have like that come in one of the episodes since we had that at the start. Yes. We? And then that's come full circle. I always think it would be nice if, say you spent the whole episode watching him climb out of the Sarlacc or like, do you know what I mean? Like tr- try and shoot his way out, do what Bob does best. Mm. And then he fails... That's the thing that humbles him, mm. and then when he accepts he's going to die in this in this um, belly of the beast, that's when the crate dragon, crate dragon comes, cuts a, cuts a bit of it out. Open, you know what I mean? He slips yeah. out, or whatever. Yeah, and then I think that would be the thing that humbles him, isn't it? Because it's like he didn't even great. he didn't even fight his way out. Yeah. He lost. Yeah, that would be great. Mm. Got knocked over by a blind man into the pit. Then he couldn't even get out. And then, and then he lost his armour yeah. afterwards. And lost his I'd arm. love to see how he lost it as well. Like, what yeah. happened? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did it just um, spit it out? We don't need to see it. It would no. just be cool. It would be cool. And also, um, in a season... I mean, they won't do it now this season. I'm pretty sure the next two episodes are going to be like pretty conjoined. Yeah. But in a season or in a show that kind of goes off the beaten track a lot and does like random bottle episodes, yeah. I think it would be cool to just do it from another character's perspective. 100%. Just give us the Bobber episode, you know? And then we'll decide if we want the Bobber spin-off rather than commissioning or rumour milling a load of spin-offs that we don't know if we want yet yeah no definitely uh, I totally agree and I think as well going back to the, the sort of the action the way it was shot I think what I've quite enjoyed about the show the most in terms of its formatting is like I feel like we've become like guess who the director is this week and I feel like what's <laughs> interesting about it is that you can really set see the difference of each episode having it be from these different directors. I, I That's like true. That anyway. With episode two, when I could sense the mediocrity, I thought this is the director of Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> no, I'm, jo- I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Savage. Um, but I know what you mean. Uh, although I thought it was actually pretty... No, I mean, no, no. Credit, credit where credit's due. Yeah. Peyton Reed, he gave us a pretty sweet X-Wing chase and that spider set piece was... It was very well done. Yes, it was, it was well very done. well done. Um, I've got to hand it to him. Yeah, we've got to give him to that one. But yeah. I'm not letting you have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, no, you're not having that one. <laughs> Especially uh, after Black Panther and Infinity War. I remember that year I was like, well, Marvel are just knocking it out of the park. No, and same. obviously we were, we were jonesing after Infinity War for Endgame. Yeah. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think I saw it that day at the cinema. I haven't thought about it since. <laughs> No, I've not. I've nodded off. When I think about it, it's a hate-filled manner. Uh, I, just, I think this is annoying with Ant Man because I think he has so much potential to take him in so many interesting routes. One hundred percent, and also the, the um, all the team-up movies he appears in, he's great in, mm. and he he holds his own against like more powerful, more important heroes. Yeah, so there's no excuse why he can't have a great movie. Definitely, but um, I mean, I, I'm not really excited by Peyton Reed taking over the third one. Mm. I really think they should have. Winter mm. Soldier slash Ragnarok it and mm. giving us giving giving us like a completely different director out of left field mm. who would have made it fresh and new. But I mean, some people like him. That's why. Who would you pick to direct the next Ant Man movie? The next the next Ant Man movie. Yeah, if it wasn't Peyton Reed. Oh, that's a good question. Or Edgar Wright. <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. You can't have him. Um, to direct the next Ant Man movie. Mm. Ooh. I'll put you on the spot. Yeah. Let me have a little think. Would it be Orson Welles? Orson Welles. <laughs> I keep ringing him. Yeah, he, he hasn't answered. <laughs> he must be busy. Uh, we'll get back to that. Yeah, we'll get back to that. <laughs> I will get back to the, my answer. I will, I will figure that out. I know last time I lied to you guys and didn't. 
but I will all this time. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. totally going to give you a Batman impression. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, I gave it the week after. Yeah. So. Someone did actually uh, comment saying, uh, I can't remember if it was on YouTube or Charlie's or whatever. Pussy. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Why did they you do that? Um, no, it was, uh, it was about the Star Trek episode we said we were going to watch. Uh, yesterday's Tomorrow, is it? The oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. We still need to watch that. Well, yeah, we still need to do it. So, quick update. We haven't got around to doing it yet. Damn. It's been busy. We've been busy. We've had loads to do in lockdown, like, you know, contemplate your existence. Sit in our pants. Sit in our pants, that's a big it's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I did a lot of that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, that's about it, really. Yeah. I don't know I don't know what our excuse is, you know? No, I don't know either, actually. <laughs> we've gone to it. Did you watch it tonight? <laughs> um, I'm busy tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got to go get the shop in. Oh, of course. I thought yeah. I'd go for a run. Mm. Hopefully not run into a bin. Oh, yeah, last but we'll time. see, we'll see. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying about the Rodriguez directed it. We, we, we said straight away at the Mr. start, didn't we? Robert Rodriguez. We said, didn't we? We, we? we were like, I think this is Rodriguez. Yes. From a few shots, a few edits where things are cut. Yeah. A couple of little zooms. Some of the ways it zoomed in, like on yeah. the... When you and Bob like, pulled out his pistol and it kind yeah. of like punched him a little in. bit. And that was very Rodriguez. When he landed as well and it was like a... It was like a high angle of the of the henchman, and then it like kind of uh, tilts into a high angle of Bob. We're standing there. I was like, mm. "This is this is filth. Top this is great, to yeah." To and yeah, and like you said, it's it's really interesting. It's kind of the perk and the flaw of the show in the sense that you have these different directors because you can really notice when there's someone who's more experienced. I found mm. when you're in action, but it's cool, isn't it? Because it's not. like here's a slice of what. Robert Rodriguez's Star Wars movie from the 90s would have been yeah. big and it never got made. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Or, and the same thing with all these directors. I mean, Tucker Waititi obviously is now getting his own movie. Mm. But back when season one came out, it was cool to be like, oh, this is the Tucker Waititi Star Wars. We've had it now. Yeah. Which is partly why I'm not that excited about him doing it. The feature. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, because we've kind of seen what it would look like. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'd be really good. Yeah. But he's doing another Thor movie. I kind of feel like he's doing something already that's going to take up all his time in the blockbuster mm. space. I'd like to see him do like another Jojo Rabbit. I mean, I'm sure he will. Mm. Um, I know what you're saying. It's strange when they sort of... Because it, 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 it feels a bit like, oh, we're worried about fan reaction to any Star Wars director now mm. after The Last Jedi. So we're just going to go with the safe bear. Everyone loved Thor Ragnarok from, you know, the, yeah. the office across the hall. We're just going to go ask Kevin <laughs> Feige what he's doing. Exactly. I think he's producing a Star Wars movie as well, isn't he? Yeah. It does feel a bit like they've gone... The MCU's really worked. Let's no one ever complains about that. Yeah, let's get all those guys over. I mean, we know that from that fucking awful thing that plays at the start of The Mandalorian. Oh, the, yeah. The Star Wars thing. Yeah, right? that's, it's like a load of masks, isn't it, yeah, that flash up? It's gross. I yeah. find it so, like... It, it, that's where it feels like Disney have going too much with it They've all. stuck their corporate hand. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need ass. it. And it feels like the MCU, it makes it look like the MCU It does, logo, it does. It? But I think that also speaks to why this kind of larger Star Wars universe template they've tried to do since Force Awakens through to like Rogue One and, and so, so on has not really worked. Because when you see those masks popping up and flashing up, mm. none of it is really connected. They're all from like yeah, different eras of Star true. Wars. Like I think the thing that makes Star Wars so engrossing is it's kind of built on the idea of people making the same mistakes again and mm-hmm. history repeating itself and you know you, you travel through so much time and you see characters live and die and we move on to new people mm. and I like that Definitely. I don't need to like spin off in different directions you know, it's not the MCU where like Captain America can go off and it feels like a different flavour of, of superhero story Yeah, this all kind of feels very similar doesn't it do yes, you know what I mean definitely. like Rogue One 
as we've discussed before, mm. it's not a war movie. No. I don't know. Anyone that tells you it's a war movie, they're out of their bloody mind. <laughs> it's not a war movie, is it? It's, it's, it's as much a war movie as any of the original trilogy of war movies, mm. in the sense that they're not really war movies either, aren't yeah, they? They're action adventures. Yeah. So it just doesn't really... That, that, that whole intro... It's just reminding me of the fact that Disney have tried for several years now and failed to create like any sort of real spin-off contingent. Yeah. The Mandalorian's kind of the only success they've had in that regard, isn't it? I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess people so. did like Rogue One, but it was a mess in the edit, wasn't it? Yeah. They fired um, Gareth Edwards. Yeah. And then Solo wasn't received well, didn't do well. And Darth Vader scene was like pick-up, wasn't it? That yeah, was yeah, it wasn't going to be in it at one point. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, on that note, Rodriguez... It was going to be last minute, wasn't it? Yes, it was, was very interesting. And also makes me think, who was the director they couldn't get? Mm, I'd like to know. And also, who makes Rodriguez last minute choice? Yeah. Why is like, yeah, why was he a last minute choice over some of... Well, I mean, yeah. maybe he was one of those people they were like, oh, we want to ask maybe for season three and then... Maybe they did want him the whole time, but it's just, yeah. it's interesting because when we saw the full director's list got announced... Rodriguez was one of the ones we were like, yes, this That's is going to be good. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I think it's cool that he got the the Boba episode. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he was like, yeah, that one. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone dropped out of another episode and he was like, yeah, 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 but that one, that one. So <laughs> Carl Weathers can do that one. <laughs> um, it was cool just to see y- your expectations were kind of managed across the whole episode in terms of Boba because when he, when he shows up and obviously there was that uh, stinger at the end of episode one made you kind of think is he going to be a bad guy mm. I've seen a lot of people online as well talking about how he's not a Mandalorian and he's kind of a threat to the creed and all this kind of stuff so I was kind of expecting them to go toe to toe I really like that he wasn't necessarily pro Mando he's just pro Boba isn't he mm. he just wants what he wants but the fact that he made that promise to him about the child being safe compels him to have to stick along on the adventure I think it's great mm. and also well I know you love this because we jump for joy when it happens when he gets up the uh, the chain code in his armour and he's like look right here Jango Fett fought in the Mandalorian Wars he was a foundling Mando lets him keep the armour <laughs> they're fucking Mandalorians <laughs> <How> <laughs> this armour belongs to you that was very satisfying it was very satisfying yeah because yeah. yeah. I don't know about you but I'm a bit sick of people going oh you know Jango and Boba aren't Mandalorians mm. it's like they were the Mandalorians we were introduced to. Yeah. It makes no sense. I don't care what piece of spin-off media or, yeah. or, or anything is implied they're not Mandalorians. You know, like, yeah, Jango was a foundling and Bob is a clone of Jango, mm. but they're still Mandalorians, aren't yeah. they? Because, yeah. like, Din Djarin's a foundling yeah. and I don't see anyone ever questioning whether or not he's a Mandalorian. Yeah. So by the same token, you know, he isn't a Mandalorian either, no, yeah. which is stupid. They're both Mandalorians. Um, and I don't think... Like, Django doesn't need to adhere to any sort of code, in my mind, to remain a Mandalorian. Do you know no. what I mean? No. Well, we've already established, haven't we, in this yeah. season, that you don't need to. And, and also, to say they're not they're not Mandalorians is a retcon anyway. Because there's no way when Attack of the Clones was made, or when Empire Strikes Back was made, or do you know what I mean? Whenever these parts of lore were established that they were Mandalorians, that the plan was, years down the line, to be like, oh, actually... They're not proper Mandalorians. They're like faux Mandalorians. And here's these proper Mandalorians. Like, it's just, it's, it's so messy to me. Mm. Like, I know there's a lot of canon out there and a lot of like different, you know, disparate legends material and everything out there, but just make it simple. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the guys with the helmets on, they're Mandalorians. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know like, that's the sort of debate to me that I see online that kind of, I think, makes 
Star Wars inaccessible. Do you mm. know what I mean? Oh, I love Boba. He's my favourite Mandalorian. You know, he's not actually a Mandalorian. It's yeah. like on a technicality, he's not a Mandalorian. Yeah. But like in a general broad sense, mm. they're both Mandalorians. So it was very satisfying. I feel like Dave Filoni probably agrees with us. Yes, definitely. Um, because it, it felt it felt almost to the point of parody when he was like, <laughs> he even fought in the Mandalorian Civil War. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to let you know, yeah. just in case you weren't satisfied. <laughs> and even if you weren't satisfied with that, you know, Din Djarin literally goes, well, then this armour belongs to you. Like, literally, like, <laughs> he lists off all of his achievements and then he tells him it's the armour. It's, it's fantastic. Him, yeah. um, but but Boba with the armour was as satisfying as Boba without the armour, which I think was yes. key. Yes. Definitely. And I love that he questioned if he was a Jedi when he showed up. Hmm. Because you would, wouldn't you? If yeah. he was in those sort of robes, you'd be like, and, he, and he's not met him. He's like, oh, maybe he's a Jedi, maybe he's turned cool. up. Yeah, and he's still like throwing a stick around, beating up loads of people with it. So why would you not do that? Yeah. And then when he got the armour on, again, very Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. that, there was that uh, wrist rocket bit where he like, flings that Stormtrooper halfway across the room. Yeah. And then those knee, those knee pad rockets. Yeah, dad, was it? <laughs> dad body, body fat, really? Dad body <laughs> fat. Dad body fat, yeah. He was a bit larger, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, but... But you got to think he's getting on a bit. That's fantastic. I, I, I like that. And also what I liked about it was mm. like, now thinking about it, I was like, well, I liked it in the first episode. We got to see Boba, what he looks like in, you know... Star Wars, as we know, like a slim line with Cobb Vamp. Oh, the outfit. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, in the slim yeah. line look. Do you know what I mean? Like, how we're... And then I love that we don't get that at all, do we, like? We get, like, yeah. a bulkier, a, a bigger bobber. Yeah. Like, and I like it kind of took your expectations in a different way. Like, this is a new bobber. This is a different bobber than what you've seen yes. before. Already, we feel that. He he feels more like Django's son than yes. ever before. Yeah. Because, like, his build's sim- more similar now, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Also, I like, I like the fact that... They weren't like, oh, Tamir Morrison needs to go on a crash course diet or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he can fucking own it. Yeah, yeah. With a bit of a gut. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. Who'd fucking tell yeah, him no? Exactly. He's an older guy. I love, I love him so much, man. Yeah, he's fantastic. I was so happy when he was putting Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, he's I've great. Been, I've been, I've been jonesing for some more fet since since 2002. He should this be in more. Great. I think he's a great actor. He's a fantastic actor. He's brilliant. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, yeah, I just thought the whole thing, I, I really liked that the, you know, it called back to the episode in the season one where Boba Fett turns up next to oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that assassin's name. Oh, Do you remember her name now? We should, we should have done this. I can't remember her name. <laughs> I can't remember, but <laughs> she'd be great. I can't remember most of the characters' names outside of uh, Din Djarin. And I've, I've made Grogu. myself remember it. Yeah. And Grogu. And that's yeah. only because people make big deals out yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Usually I'm like, oh yeah, Gina Corona goes over there. Yeah, yeah, goes over yeah, there. yeah. I think Carl Weather's name is Grief. Grief, yeah. But I don't know. I couldn't tell you his last name. I can't remember now either. Damn. And then, oh, wait, hang on. Gina Cronin's got a normal name, isn't she? Cara, that's Cara it. Okay, Cara yeah. June. Yep, yeah, okay. That's it. We still yeah. can't remember the assassin from this episode's name. Yeah. But she's cool. She is cool. And I love that she's got those cyborg parts. And also, it feels now, and I'm hoping they'll do this in the next season with some of the, the more um, bottle episodes uh, in, in this season, is mm. that weird, odd, out-of-place Tatooine episode last season now feels like it was designed to go there. It feels like they've always had a plan. Yep. And and now when you go back and watch it, it's like, oh, well, Boba Fett's definitely in The Mandalorian season one. Yeah. He's right there. Like, that, very satisfying to see it slot together. Definitely very satisfying. Um, I just liked all that whole thing of them just literally being a hold mode of 
stormtroopers coming on. Yeah, and they were just... I mean, it was it was very fan servicey. I've seen yes. some people react a bit negatively to it for that reason. I could imagine, yeah. But I just think it did the fan service, but it also did some of those things we wanted from a story perspective. Of you know, he loses the child. Um, he doesn't get an easy win. No. And then rather than the guest character being like, oh, you need to go off and do this side quest before you get to do another interesting thing. No, Bob is just like, no, you can come with us. Let's all jump in the slave one. We'll go get the child. It's like, great, narrative thrust. We know what we're going to be doing in the next episode based on the end of this one, which we've not had since what? Episode three this season? Mm. Maybe even earlier, really. Mm. Like, two... Nothing really happens, does it? Mm. I feel like last season, the first... Mm, well, I think the second episode's a bit superfluous anyway, but the first and third episodes of mm. the last season, they're kind of all tied together, aren't yes, they? And then that's yeah. when it starts to then go off the beaten track and it's like he's going to different planets or whatever. Yeah. And then it kind of comes back together at the end. So then this season, it's kind of felt disjointed the whole way the more I think about it. Because mm. even the episodes where it's like, oh, this is kind of your big story beat of him meeting Bo-Katan. Mm. It felt like it was still a bottle episode. Yeah. I think they've definitely handled the arc kind of versus... The arc versus standalone balance this season has not been as good. No, and I also think that because of the fact that we're understanding the sort of tropes of The Mandalorian now mm. and the story beats, this felt like one of the first episodes this season. Not one of the first, but... The, what, where I was truly like, I don't know what's happening next. And that's what I found exciting about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, even though it was 30 minutes and it was only action-based, yep. it was more just like we said from a story perspective. It doesn't need to be super elaborate. It wasn't. It was just, mm. ba- you know, Baby Oda, or Grogu is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grogu is, um, is uh, you know, get, about to get captured by these death troopers. Mm. And, uh, you know, he's got to get up the hill before... And whilst also dealing with stormtroopers, like that's enough. That was of a us. great shot, wasn't it? That low angle of it's him fantastic. climbing right. up the hill, running up the hill. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, so all the, all the story beats were there, and mm. I didn't know if they. I didn't truly know if they were going to get it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was alluded to from the title in the tragedy. We kind of have a rough idea of that. Yeah, but I didn't know what was going to happen next. We were we, no. we were constantly like, "What's going to happen?" And it felt like the stormtroopers, even though they were getting creamed, they were on their case. Yes. And Mando got knocked out, which I think, mm. when you compare it to, I think, a far weaker episode, um, The Siege, this season, yeah. Mando and the gang, they split off, don't they? And Mando jetpacks out of the base, yep. and then you don't see him for like 10 minutes. I know it's supposed to be like a reveal at the end of like, oh, he saved them in the ship, but you lose him in that story. Whereas in this, you don't lose him in the story even though he's not participating because he's been knocked out. You're instead thinking get up Mando, get up while you're watching these other characters. Exactly. Whereas when he flies away, that's a completely different feeling, isn't it? That's, when's he going to pop up again? Yes. Which is boring. Exactly. It's not dramatic. Exactly. And yeah, we know at that point what's going to happen. Like you mm. said, with, with this, I just didn't, this I was a little bit more like, okay, well, where are we going with this? Uh, this could go anywhere at this point. Yeah. Um, I just didn't think I'd freak out as much seeing Slave 1 as I did. Yeah, no. Because I, th- yeah, I think I'm, I'm so sick of the kind of the Abrams method of intertextuality. You know, it's like, oh, here's the second Death Star. Like, it doesn't really make sense that it would be here, but mm. here you go. And like all those kinds of things. I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of it. So I don't think I was expecting to get any joy out of seeing Slave 1. Yeah. And then when I did, it was a really nice surprise. <laughs> no, it was. The way it appeared was cool as well. Yeah, but also, it, if you know what it is, it's cool. But it doesn't make a big deal out of it, does it? It's not like, 
Whoa, that no, ship's exactly. a bunch of garbage. No, it's not. Pan. <gasps> yeah. Slave one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, oh, it's there. Like nodding. Like we said last week, mm. we were talking about how, you know, that wink, wink, nudge, nudge feeling that we hate. Yes. To the fans. It's like, just just let it play out. Yes. You know, um, tell new stories in that world. Well, uh, again, a brilliant example is when he talks about Django. It's like, he's not doing it because... You love the name drop. Of no. course, you do love you the do. name drop. Yeah. But it's also because he needs to prove to Mando that he should have this armour, exactly. isn't it? That's the next, exactly. the next step in their partnership. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was nice. For, you know, for, for a very short episode, I think it did a lot. And I think it did more than some of the more... Like, last episode, it was long. And I thought it was fun. But after this week, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's what Mandalorian can really do. I agree. Yeah, I think it's my second favourite of the season. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd I think number one still my favourite first episode. Yeah. Um, I think now thinking about it, I think, is it Siege episode number... F- with Bo-Katan? No, that's the third one, isn't it? What's that's the third episode? Is that called the Siege? Oh, I've got the names mixed up. Um, what's the one with... Oh, no, that's the Ares, one- isn't it? The one with Cole Weathers is the Siege. That's Yeah, that's the one I think is probably the weakest episode now, now I think about. <sighs> yeah, it's I actually weird. think two is, is better. It's got more tension, I find. It has got more tension. I, I think it's... Equally as weak in terms of what happens. Yes, yeah. But I think the spider sequence and the X-Wing sequence as two complete scenes are way better. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though I do prefer uh, Carl Webbs and Gina Crona as characters. Yes. As much as I like the frog lady, it's a bit wet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, when Baby Yoda, I mean, the child, I mean, mean, Grogu, I actually had nothing planned for him. I just did it for the gag. Yeah, no, I could tell. Shall I make something up? Uh, Well, yeah, no, I can't. Okay, we'll we'll cut this out later. It'll seem like a smooth transition. No one will notice. (laughs) I thought Grogu in those little shackles. Very cute. Yeah. And also, that was a great scene at the end. And we're finally seeing a bit more of Moff Gideon. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded, I say what I'm also reminded by, is I watched the last two episodes of the first season this week alongside this episode. So between all those three episodes, I was like, yes. Moff Gideon is really cool. Mm. We just need to see a bit more of him yeah. to establish him as like a firm, you know, Star Wars baddie. Mm. He's done a lot of standing around taking exposition this season, isn't yes, he? Yes, I'm waiting for him to see him in the last two episodes. I, I just don't want that to be a common thing. I hope that it's not like every last two episodes of each season we're going to get a bit more of Moff Gideon. Uh, I just I don't know, you know. Um, I, I, I am, as I've said before, used to this with Doctor Who. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Like the master pops up and they don't pop up that again until the finale. That's true. I mean, what was interesting about this week, what we said straight away, was also like everything we've been complaining about, mm. this kind of was what we wanted in that sense, in terms of it didn't have that thing of like, oh, we know where it's going. It's Bob just on another mission with these people. Yeah. Like this was like, this felt like more... Even though it's shorter and there's less that kind of happens, even though mm. a lot happens, mm. it's all done through the action, like we've said. Not we're not having people sitting around telling us, and it's. And I just felt like it was more. I just wish we more episodes were like this in terms of the way they approach the story. Yes, um, because it's because next week, if you were to miss this episode, you'd be completely lost. Exactly. Whereas last week, no, the, the week, week before. before yeah, you don't need that at all. You could have gone from Bo-Katan to uh, Ahsoka, couldn't and you? And you wouldn't have, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why it's frustrating though, isn't it? Because it really, ugh, I don't want to ditch the X-Wing sequence and the spider sequence because they're cool. But, but let's also, say let's say we could put those sequences in another part of the season in, yeah. in, in, a, in a different episode. You'd have episode one, 
you'd have Bo-Katan episode two, Ahsoka episode three, yep. this would be episode four, and this would be the midpoint where everything goes wrong, yep. and the next four episodes would be him getting the child back, him with Boba, instead we've only got two episodes of it. Yeah, that's the thing. Because we've had the siege and whatever the fucking frog episode was called. The passenger. The Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Reed. The Reed, um, the Peyton. They, they were, yeah, just superfluous mm. episodes, weren't they? Yeah. They? Like, I know they unload information, but those nuggets, like you finding out, you know, what the base is up to, and um, is there anything you find out in episode two that's essential? I guess you find out, you establish the relationship with the um, the X-Wing cops. Mm. But again, that's Not something you could have, you could have done, inserted that yeah. into episode three or episode one. Yeah, there really isn't anything really, mm. is there? I think what they did is they probably said, here's the story for season two. And then they divided up the story into episode one, episode three, like, you know I mean, every other episode, including, and then the last two episodes. And then they went, right, okay, so let's, now, we, now we've stretched out the story. Let's think of a set piece and a cool idea for each episode. Yeah. Plus them together. And then that's how you've ended up with, oh, well, that is a really important inf- bit of information, episode two, but the rest of it is just completely pointless. Yeah. Oh, here's that really important bit of information in, you know, what the Ahsoka episode the rest of it's pretty pointless, mm. and so on and so on. Yes. Just would have liked to have seen it have a bit more drive. Mm. And I don't mind necessarily random adventures. I don't mind either. Just, just a bit more of a through line. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. is what we got now. Which we have now, yes. And I'm also just excited for just just things like all three of them in the slave one. Yeah. Like We're going to get more. And we're getting Mayfield. Oh, yeah, we're we getting are, Bill Burr back yeah. as well. I'm saying bring the whole gang back together. I'm saying bring Cobb back. I think I wish he's going to come true. I'm bringing Ahsoka in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because these Death Troopers look a bit tasty. I think, <laughs> I think you'll get a few of them back, but I don't think it will be as no, satisfying. No, it won't be. No, no, no. I don't think you'll get Ahsoka back. I don't think you'll get Cobb Vamp back. Really? As much as I want to But he's just like a guy with a gun in it. I think you could easily... Yeah, you could, but I just don't think they will. I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. But I feel like I he, would like to. I want that to be the case. He I'm kind sorry. of fits in the sense that I think it's difficult for him to find Ahsoka, whereas I think he very easily just, you know... And also they're all gun car- kind of people. Yes. I mean. <laughs> also, would it not be really fun in the final episodes to have Cobb Vanth and Boba Fett teaming up? Because it's like... That would be sick. You took my armor. Actually, yeah, I could see that happening to be fair. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you play it as like a rivalry. I don't think you need no, to. No, no, I think no. it's more like a, a bit of a gag. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's been wearing his shoes. Yeah, isn't he? definitely. <laughs> that would be good. He's been watching him wear his shoes. As well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so. Which is weird because it's like, why didn't he take it? Why did it take this long? Yeah, why didn't he just go into town and take it? What if he saw all the good deeds he was doing? He was like, don't need it. And then it wasn't until bot he took it. It wasn't until Thingy took it. Uh, was, uh, I don't know. Maybe. It's still I mean, a bit of a stretch, though. It's currently hard to see how virtuous Boba Fett is. Yes, it? it is. Because it is. I think you almost, in this episode, kind of forget that he was standing shoulder to shoulder with Vader and, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Enjoying Han Solo be tortured. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a total <laughs> bastard. Yeah, yeah. But then I do like that idea that he is just what a working class man in that universe would be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's no allegiance. There's no side. He's a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. universe. Yeah. It's true though, isn't it? Because it's like, Darth Vader, if he's offering the right amount of money, it's either that or go hungry, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't matter that Vader's empire, and he clearly has a distaste for the empire in this episode, doesn't he? You know, when he flies up and he's like, it's a cruiser, I can see it, the empire's back. He doesn't seem happy about that. No, no. So he clearly doesn't like the empire. Mm. But at the same time, like, well, you know, if they're offering, you know, if, if, if the pay's right. Exactly. I saw like a rumoured um, 
plot synopsis for Rogue One back in the day, and I've never forgotten it because it kind of plays on the same idea. And it was going to be that the bounty hunters in Empire yeah, this were going to be so the ones that take the plans. But I love that because it's like you're making these people that have had cameos proper characters. Yes. You probably would have had Boba Fett as like the lead character, wouldn't you? Get some Dengar, get some RG88, exactly. get some Bosk. That would have been, who wouldn't want that? But it would have reframed how we see good and evil in the Star Wars universe because they would have given the plans in at the end of the movie and then you would have been like, oh, and I guess they then hunt Han Solo yeah. in a few years' time. But it's because they're just going after the paycheck. They're just bounty hunters, yeah. They yeah. don't have any moral leniency. No. But that, that, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And that would have been a different kind of Star Wars protagonist other than Jyn Erso, who I feel is very derivative of other Star Wars protagonists. Yes. It's not really a character, really. No. no. That's my problem with Rogue One. Well, I don't think... There's, there's, there's no characters, there's is no there? characters, no. no. one has any kind of conceivable motivation. No. Like, even Jyn Erso, you know, she kind of wants to see her father, but do you ever really get the sense that it's tearing her up inside? She needs to go. Do you no. know what I mean? Like, she kind of just, like goes from plot point to plot point and things happen to her. The gunslinger character in the episode The Gunslinger in season one. Oh, yeah. He's got more character than anyone in Rogue One with the exception of maybe the robot. <laughs> I would agree with that. I might even agree past the robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I remember at the time everyone being like, oh, isn't the robot so funny? And I was thinking, he's not really. He kind of does the same gag every time. Yeah, it's... Oh, someone said something and he's taken it to like a logical, ridiculous yeah. conclusion and everyone's gotten a bit awkward about it. That's kind of like the same gag every yeah. single team. The best gag is when Jyn Erso shoots someone who looks like, exactly like him and he's like, oh, are you going to shoot me? Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, was, good. Good. that was good. That was good. But yeah, you, so you thought this was the second best episode? I think so. I'd be inclined to agree. I'd probably go ep one, this ep, then maybe the Ahsoka Bo-Katan episode's probably tied then the spider episode, then probably the siege. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm not sure where to put the heiress and the Jedi. So I'm putting them joint third at the moment. Mm. Maybe if I want to rewatch. Because I do think the... I think I prefer the Jedi. Oh, really? Yeah. I just think I don't the know, set pieces were stronger in the heiress. That whole bit with the um, cruiser at the end. Oh, I thought yeah, it was really well done. That. And I think it dropped more interesting nuggets. Whereas I think, yeah, that is true. It did bring that whole thing of like, oh, like, you're in a cult. You're, you're in a cult. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was good. That was good. Um, Although again, nothing's happened of it. But mm, yeah, that's true. It might all come together in in two episodes. I mean, this was more what we wanted in terms of it all coming together. Yeah. So hopefully, and also you got to think. I mean, let's, let's assume they're both an hour. The next two episodes, we've still got a whole Star Wars movie left exactly. of material, so we've got time. To answer a lot of these questions, to bring it kind of all together, and and the last two episodes of the last season were pretty sweet. Mm. Oh, in that sense, mate. When I rewatched them, I kind of had forgotten because we watched it all in one go. How good specifically those episodes are. Mm. There's some really great character stuff in it, and I think it's it, it's such a good example of why this season has been inferior to me. Is because those last two episodes. It's not banking on legacy characters. It's not banking on Ahsoka turning up or anything like that. It's just banking on you hopefully liking the characters they've created at this point yep. and seeing them go through a struggle yeah. and seeing them get boxed in by Moff Gideon and all that sort of stuff. And it's fantastic. Yeah. And I even think there's, like, like, you know, the Ugnaught in it. Hmm. He, he's great. I can't remember his name. You know, surprise, surprise. 
But there's that whole great bit where he's talking about, you know, like, I was a slave to the Empire and you kind of have no idea about how tough it was. Mm. So, like, don't presume to me that I'm the bad guy in this situation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When he's trying to take care of the child and stuff. And, like... Yeah, it's good. He says something like, you know, like, the Empire won't... You know, we won't return to a good universe until the old ways are completely gone. And he kind of has this this moment where it's kind of... Yeah, even though the Empire has been destroyed and, you know, we killed Vader, we killed the Emperor, as long as one Moff Gideon still stands, it will continue to grow. Exactly. And there's something quite sad in the sense that we know the First Order will rise again. Yeah. So when you're watching all these things happen, you're watching people say, we need to stamp it out. It's like, you know they're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> like when Boba sees the Imperial Cruiser, it's like, you know, yeah, they are kind of back. They've kind of never gone away. That's kind of the theme, I feel like, this season, isn't it? In that, mm. in that sense, with obviously that first episode with the miners when they come in straight after the Empire mm. um, come into Los Pelgos? Los, 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 Los Pelgo or something? Is yeah. it Pelgo or Pelgos? I feel like it's Pelgo, but I could be wrong. Pelgo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Pelgos. <laughs> Pelgo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, Sorry, Bob Iger. Oh, no, it's not Bob Iger. <laughs> Bob Iger. Anymore, <laughs> <No>. Amazing. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is not as forgiving as I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't remember what I was going to say now. Well, that's been the Full Fat Podcast. <laughs> And I've been your host. <laughs> we've uh, we've we've clocked in about forty minutes this time. Oh, have we? Yeah, there was yeah. a few other things we wanted to talk about, but I think it'd be better served next week. Should we do it next week? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, and hopefully we've watched that Star Trek episode by then. Yeah, and so. also you know we don't want to keep your brother waiting, do we? A brother waiting? Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> or the brother? The bro- your brother? My your brother, brother? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. For context, guys, uh, Charlie's streamer brother <laughs> is waiting in the other room. Yes. And uh, he's currently watching The Mandalorian. He is. And he would like to go home. Yeah. So I think it's time he needs to go home. Yeah, yeah, he does. He wants to stream. So follow the stream. Oh, so you're stopping him from streaming? Apparently, yeah. Oh, okay. So when he gets back, do you you know what he's going to play? He's going to stream hard, mate. I think he's going to play either... I think he's going to play The Last of Us too. Okay. I think that's what he's doing. So do you think it would set things right if we plugged... His channel oh, at the moment. So. Yeah, cool. and, then, yeah. and it doesn't matter that we kept him waiting, does nah, it? Nah, surely okay. not, surely not. So what is it? So it's Frederico. So it's Fred. <laughs> when you were like, no, 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 surely not. It looked like you were stalling for time because you didn't know it. <laughs> and you were expecting me to know it. And then that moment where I went, so what is it? I didn't. Be, I wasn't sure if you knew you it. Do or not. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Is it time for us to pause <laughs> and come back in? But no, it's okay, you've got it. Um, Frederico. Mm-hmm. So it's Fred. Mm-hmm. I... Rico. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. That, yeah, that, that makes sense. sense I think. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so follow that on Twitch. And on YouTube as well, if you want to. He does He does Fantastic. post some videos on there. But mostly the stream. Follow and the he stream. cooks a lot of fools, doesn't he? He does cook some fools. He, does, he plays a lot of Call of Duty. You know, those kids, they love those first-person shooters, don't they? Amazing. Well, um, you know what? I think it would be a selfless move for us to not plug our own socials so mm. that the lasting image you get is Federico's channel. Mm. That's not what we're going to do. So if you'd like to follow me for some Instagram art, that's at Full Fat Videos. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter for some uh, hot take opinions, um, <laughs> piss off some Rise of Skywalker fans, that's at and Full Dog Fat Two Videos. Fans. And Doctor Who fans. And Doctor Who fans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I got a lot of heat, didn't I? I, <laughs> I pointed out that the trailer for the upcoming episode, there's like a plot beat in it, I don't know if you're aware, where like the government are trusting Daleks... And they've kind of yeah, the mean is like their own security, yeah. and it's it's derivative of Blood of the Daleks and Victory of the Daleks, and we've seen it before. And I pointed out that we'd seen it before. It's a bit on the nose. And a lot of pro Chibnall people, 
were salty with me. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, okay, okay it's okay. Okay, okay. It's okay. We'll see if the episode's any good. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep stumming until it, until it comes out and sucks. And then I'll just go, I told you so. I've told you since the time as children. I told you so. No, no I won't do that. No, I'll just, I'll just smile smugly, <laughs> silently. By the computer screen. Yeah. No, I'm, in all seriousness, if you, if you, if you want to watch it, knock yourself out. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Um, mm. I'm just tired of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Vote with your wallet kind of thing. Yeah. I'm just not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch series 13. And then I'll come back in when it's good. Yeah. Fair. So we'll see. That's just fire, but doesn't look... Look, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, look. If the reviews come out mm. and there's something re- that people are going on about it, they're like, no, you've got to watch this, mm. like, forget about Timeless Children, it's going to be good, then, yeah, I'll hold my hands up. Of course. And I'll watch it. And if it is good, you know... Of course. That would be fantastic. We <laughs> want these things to be good. We, yeah, 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 yeah. We want, yeah. Why would I want Doctor Who to be bad? Yeah. I love Doctor Who. Mm. But I'm just... I'm at the same time, I'm not going to... Feed myself a shit sandwich. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? I know what the filling is. Yeah. I've had the filling yeah. for two seasons now. Yeah. I don't really want it anymore. It's turning me sick to my stomach. Yeah. If you want to put some ham pickle in there, we well, watched the story. We watched The Rise of Cargo four times. We tried to. We tried. <laughs> we tried, ladies and gentlemen. We tr- I tried so hard. Four times for a movie that you do not like you at all. Four times? I think I see it like three, four times in the cinema. I didn't I? Because I said, well, I maybe it was free. I think maybe I did it, it three. I think I did it three. I think it was free. Yeah. But it was in the space of 24 hours, wasn't it, for me? So, I'm... Oh, yeah, you yeah. have seen it four times. Yeah. Because I forgot you yeah, had that. That's... Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I've got enough to say that, I, that it, it's not good. I feel so opinion, sorry I'm for you. To. I also <laughs> think it, it solidifies to me why you're my best friend. <laughs> because you knew you were leading me to my doom. To the gas chamber. Yeah. He'd already like. seen Rise so of like... He picked me up. I hadn't seen it. I was excited. We were playing Star Wars music and he had the best poker face I've ever seen. He promised me, he said, look, I want you to wear glasses and a hat because I don't want you to know from your, I know from your face expression straight away whether it's good or bad. So give me nothing. So I did turn up with hands on glasses. You had your Marvel mean, disguise on, didn't you? Yes, I did, yeah. I, I liked that you committed to the bit because my mum thought, obviously, you looked a bit weird. It was the winter and you had shades and a hat on. Uh, but I mean, she yeah. knows you're a weirdo at this point. Yeah, you know, nothing would surprise her. No, 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 it's true. Um, and yeah, you, you kept your end of the bargain. It was... mate, I felt awful, mate. Because Matt's sitting there, yeah, and he's going, he's going, oh, it's actually good in it. It's going to be good in it. And I'm sitting there, like, like trying to, like, because I didn't, I didn't want to take away the excitement from him. Because I had the excitement, obviously, going in. Yeah. And I didn't want to also. I don't know. It was such a difficult situation. I didn't want to tell you because then we probably would have yeah, turned around. Because yeah. I wanted to touch you, like, yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, mate. Let's what? just turn back round. You don't want to go and see this. <laughs> Trust it's me. Because you want to know if it's good, obviously, but you can't find you can't find out if it's good unless you risk them saying it's terrible. Yeah. And then if you find out it's terrible before you've seen it, yeah. you've ruined the experience, even if you were going to like it, haven't you? Because yeah. you go into it with a certain um, exactly, you know, you certain preconceived notions. Although I did know it was going to be bad. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't want to say Yeah. I mean, the, the title call didn't help. No, it didn't And help. I turned to you and I, and I looked a bit worried. <laughs> and then when he said I made Snoke and all this stuff, then I was also worried. I looked at you and I I, can't, I think that was when I knew, honestly, yeah. from your face. Because yeah. I thought, oh no, he's not been keeping it in because he wants to save this special moment for me. He's been saving it in. Because it's fucking awful. And he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> no, this is exactly it. And then, I think it was when we got to the sand 
Speed of Chase. Yes. Where we admitted we'd rather watch Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you said to me, so far, this the Attack of the Clones is better. No, no, when you said something like, so far, what movie was it? It was one of them. I think it was Attack of the Clones. Because that's like the benchmark, isn't it, for like a bad Star Wars movie? In terms yeah. of like an average, you know, everyone can kind of agree yeah. that that's yeah. a, a, lo- a fairly low bar. And I like Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it probably a lot more than most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even I would say that's probably the low bar. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is better than Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And I remember being like, mate, I think it's, uh, it's the worst one, mate. Oh, oh yeah. And you were like, you were like, I, I think I said something like, does it get better? Oh, I mean, that was it. You just, it, uh, yeah. Does it get better? And I think I said like, no, uh, I think it. If anything, it gets worse. <laughs> and you were right. You were right. I did. How was it in that second screening, knowing that I was about to witness your Palpatine? Um, it it was all very painful. Mm. The whole thing. I mean, the first screening was 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 hurt me. Mm. Um, and then the second one that was probably the worst of all of them because it was like I I did feel like I was leading my friend. Yeah. He was deaf. You were uh, telling me about the rabbits while she had the gun behind <laughs> Yeah, <her>. literally. <laughs> I, was, I was doing it with Mice and Men. Yeah, I was used the Lenny in this nation. I was joined. And then afterwards, we were the Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know how we got... We end up getting back here, don't we? It's because we're talking about Star Wars, but it, it still hurts us. Even a year on now, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it is almost a year on, isn't yeah. it? God, it is almost a year on. Fuck. It's the only main Star Wars movie I'm never going to purchase. The yeah, only way I will get it is if, if it's in a box, box set. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 100%. Which is annoying because there will be a dope Skull Saga box set mm. and I am going to be the shield that buys it. But it, you know, it's for those eight other movies. Well, if you also want to be reminded of how quick this year's gone, uh, I noticed that the Prince Charles is showing Uncut Gems again because it is the one year anniversary. Oh my Which God. is fucking weird, right? Didn't that, that feel like yesterday? Like, yeah. Right? It just doesn't feel like... The, you know, the motions you go through where, like, different different things happen in the year sort of mark out the time. Yeah. If I look back on it, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that thing was, at this point in the year, oh, that's actually been quite quite a long time ago. Mm. But then if you look at it from lockdown, it's like uh, January, February, March, lockdown, kind of not lockdown, kind of lockdown again. Yeah. Now we're in December. Very strange. And now they want us to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. I don't have any. Uh, I don't really have any oomph for it. No, I've got to be honest. Uh, so I'm trying. Usually, I'm right there in the Christmas markets picking out. Not this I'm year. Trying. Not for a giant. Well, once we get that Weatherspoon's Christmas burger down us with that stuffing in and the cranberry sauce, mm, I think that should help. <clears throat> yeah, 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 I think yeah. that. Hopefully, we're on the. Uh, but I'm not sure if I really want to support Weatherspoons. Oh yeah, no, that's also true. Maybe we could, uh, there was an app I think called like, oh, what was it? Neverspoons. Okay, and it sort of points you in the direction. Of similar pubs that are not spoons in your oh, area, they, kind of works like the Spoons app. app. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we should download maybe that. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy that owns it, he was adamant on getting people into oh, pubs, wasn't yeah, he? When it was yeah. all kicking off. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's been a pain for a few reasons, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, think, yeah, so yeah, before, yeah. yeah. He's very uh, <laughs> profit before people, <laughs> should we say? Yeah, seems. Anyway, on that note, yeah. um, if you're anyone but that guy, I can't remember his name. We can't remember anyone's name today, can we? Uh, we can't at all. Look, if you're that assassin or you're um, Gina Corona's character or you're that Ugnaught or you're the guy that owns Weatherspoons, you know, just I just <laughs> want to say to all of you, 
fuck you. <laughs> Your names are confusing. Even if we, I do like some remember. of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to hear it, you exactly, know? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Charlie. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> and fuck you, fuck viewers you. at home. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you.